0: Is that you, Doc? Uh, Sit down. I'll be right in. Thank you. Uh... Uh, Coffee. Uh... How are you, Doc? Uh, How's the coffee? Fine, fine. Pour yourself a cup. Well, gee, thank you. (laughs) What were you doing out there, Matt? Watering the prisoners? I haven't got any prisoners now, Doc. Oh, then you're falling down on the job. Offhand, I can think of a dozen men around Dodge that ought to be in jail. Well, you give me a list. I'm going to need somebody to bring to trial next week. You are? Well, what do you mean? There's a new circuit court judge coming. He's going to be disappointed if there's nothing for him to do. A new judge? What happened to Judge Brookings? He just needed help, I guess. After all, he has to cover about the whole of western Kansas. Well, who is this new man What's his name? Well, the name of Stokes. Judge Stokes. Man, that's all I know about him. Stokes? Well, I hope he's a good one. I've seen some remarkably unlearned judges in my time. <laughs> that's not an easy job, Doc. And out here, it doesn't pay enough to make it worthwhile to most men. You know, Judge Brooking could probably do twice as well back East... And so could I, Matt. I know, Doc, but then you wouldn't have anything to complain about. And if you didn't have anything to complain about, you'd just shrivel up and die. Well, at least I wouldn't go to the pauper's grave I'm headed for now. (laughs) Uh, Say, Doc, um, how about loaning me $100? $100? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Go on in, Homer. Hello, Mr. Dillon. Chester. Uh, Chester. Who's this you got? Well, this is Homer Tisdale, Mr. Dillon. There's a complaint against him. Oh, a complaint? Yes, sir. You know Van Walcott who's took over that little store next to the stage office? Yeah, I know him. Well, sir, he's coming over here in a few minutes. He claims Homer was trying to rob him. Oh. I figured it'd be best to settle a thing right here, Hugh. Now, uh. were you trying to rob him, Homer? Yes, sir. I see. With a gun or what? No, sir. No, I ain't got no gun. You were trying to steal something out of his store, then, is that it? Yes, yeah, sir. Where are you from, Homer? I haven't seen you in Dodge before. No, sir. I've been homesteading, Saline River. But I got starved out. I had to quit. Didn't have no luck at all. Yeah. Well, you sure don't look as though you'd been eating very regular. No, sure I ain't. Well, you got him here. Well, of course I got him here, Walkett. Dirty little thief. Marshal, I want to sign a complaint against this man. Mr. Walkett, you've been in Dodge about a month now, haven't you? What's that got to do with it? Well, back east, I guess they're a little more formal in the way they handle things. Now, why don't you just tell me what happened, huh? Well, I was next door at the stage office talking to Jay Buford... Uh, we heard a crash over in my store or something falling. So we run out, and there he was. We caught him red handed, Marshal. Caught him doing what? Stealing, that's what. You haven't told me what he stole. He had a whole handful of potatoes, Marshal. Man's a thief. He belongs in jail. A whole handful of potatoes, Is that true, Homer? Is that what happened? Yes, sir, Marshal. <clears throat> yes, sir, it's true. I was hungry. And I seen the potatoes. I I thought he wouldn't miss a couple. I could pay him back later. man who steals belongs in jail. Look, Walcott, he shouldn't have done it. I admit that, but... Uh, then throw him in jail. And I can't do that. Why? Well, for one thing, Chester and I have to ride up to Fort Leonard for a few days, and there wouldn't be anybody here to watch him and feed him. Leave him some water. That's all he needs. Chester. <laughs> You take Homer over to the Long Branch. Maybe Sam Noonan can put him to work sweeping out or washing glasses or something, huh? Now, look here, Marshal. You ain't gonna make a fool of me. Get going, Chester. Marshal, I'm telling you... Mr. Wolcott, why don't you get back to your store? Maybe somebody's found a few pennies and wants to buy that handful of potatoes. (laughs) Doc was right. There probably were a dozen men around Dodge that should have been in jail. But if the law was going to start locking up men like Homer Tisdale, I figured they wouldn't need me to handle the job. At least that's what I thought on the way to Fort Larned. It was four days later when we got back, and I found out different. We were riding up Front Street past the stage office when Jay Buford, the stage company manager, and Van Walkett spotted us and started yelling. Chester, take my horse while I got down and went over to see what they wanted. Ah, you've come back just in time, Marshal. Done what I said, it wouldn't have happened. I was just telling Walcott. If you didn't get back today, we'd have to do something ourselves. What's the trouble, Buford? Murder. Murder and robbery, Marshal. Right there in the stage office. Charlie Reynolds is dead and $10,000 is gone. Happened this morning. Hold up. It's about 8 o'clock, Marshal. I'd just opened up my store and gone into the stage office to say good morning to Jay. He was standing there talking to Charlie Reynolds, and... Well, I no sooner got inside than the voice out back yelled at us to throw up her hands. And we did, too. And then this gunman come forward wearing a mask. He knew right where the money was, too. I had it in the treasure box waiting for the stage to go north, Marshal. And this gunman opened it up. It was all bills. And he scooped them out into his pocket... And then he stood there, Marshal, and, and he told us not to try to follow him. And then before we could even move, he pulled the trigger on poor old Charlie Reynolds and killed him. Just like that. No reason at all. You didn't follow him. He got away. Well, huh? Now, who's going to follow a killer like that? We ain't crazy. Any idea who it was? You bet we do. Who? That mask. That didn't hide nothing. Well, who was it? Homer Tisdale. What? Just as plain as day, even if he hadn't spoke. Homer ain't so meek as he looks, Marshal. He's a killer, that's what he is. All that other's just pretending. You should have put him in jail first off. Any idea where he is? He must be halfway to Texas by now. But you better find him, Marshal. Yeah. Yeah. Homer's a mighty cool one if he is still in Dodge, Mr. Jones. Maybe he hasn't heard about it yet, Chester. You don't think he did it, do you? Well, we'll ask him if he's in here. There he is, sweeping out back to them tables. Yeah. Oh, 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 Marshal, Chester. Oh, Homer. This fellow's looking for a drink. It ain't ten o'clock yet. Homer. Hmm? How long have you been here? Oh, come into work about... Oh, about 8.30, Marshal. Why? Where were you before that? Out back. Sam leaves me sleeping in that shed he's got out there. Homer, oh, can you prove that you were out there at 8 o'clock this morning? Prove? it. Did anybody see you? No. no. Nobody ever come out there. Why, Marshal? Well, the stage office was robbed this morning... And a man was shot and killed. No. Jay Buford and Van Walcott witnessed it. Yeah. They say you did it. Me? They're willing to swear to it. Well, I... I... I I didn't rob them. I I didn't kill nobody. I wouldn't do nothing like that, Marshal. You don't believe them, do you? Doesn't matter what I believe, Homer. There are two witnesses... You haven't even got an alibi. Well, I was right out back there, Marshal. I was eating a little bread and some bacon that occurred Will you promise getting... me something, Homer? Well, sure, Marshal. What? You promise me that you won't leave Dodge. I'm in bad trouble, ain't I? Yeah. Well, I won't run. I promise. Three days later, Judge Stokes' circuit brought him to Dodge. I went over and talked to him about Homer Tisdale. And it was like talking into a rain barrel, or rather a whiskey barrel. The judge seemed to have more interest in corn liquor than in the law. And all I could get out of him was that a jury would have to decide the case. So the following Monday morning, court was opened in an old dance hall across the railroad tracks. A jury was sworn in, and Judge Stokes took over. First, he put Van Walker on the stand. And then Jay Buford. Chester and I sat with Homer and watched. Marshal. Marshal, something I don't understand. What, Homer? Well, uh, that judge, he'd been talking to Walcott about me. Now he's going to talk to Buford. Is he going to ask me anything? Well, sure, Homer. He'll put you on the stand, but you'll have your lawyer to help you. My what? What? That man said...